0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the best show on the internet. I'm Andy, and today I am taking you on a journey into malicious compliance. So grab your tea, grab your popcorn, and get ready as we dive into our first story from you slash ancient educator. Sure, I'll take your order. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. After some drama, I found myself running the drive-thru at my old job. I feel weird because of the irony or hypocrisy inherent in my being on the other side of this story. Literally a month ago, Karma's not a bitch, she's just misunderstood. Someone beeps in and we say we're closed. He argues about the time. He argues about the cars in front of him, like that's some sort of rule. Like if you drive in while there's other cars there, we still have to take your order. Well, we would be a 24 hour place. I'd love the overtime, but I'd be fired a week later. He is not nice about it. Then finally says, with the surprise of someone who's just thought of the greatest idea in the world. Your sign says you close at one, so you have to take my order. We also have a sign that says we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone, but whatever. Time for some malicious compliance. Okay, sure, we'll take your order. He orders a Dave's double. Oh, I'm sorry sir, we don't seem to have any big burgers right now, the grill's down for the night. He then orders a chili. Oh, sir, I'm so sorry, our chili's tossed for the evening, sorry. Audibly frustrated, he says, fine, I'll take a frosty. Oh, sir, I'm terribly sorry, our frosty machine is down for the night. He then relents. What do you have then? We wait a minute to look around. We have a chocolate chip cookie and a soda. He backs up and screeches off into the night. Not so tasty revenge, love it. Our next story is from gavilla438. You want updates? You got it. I remember this particular scenario and wanted to bring it up here. It's a long one, so grab your popcorn and drinks. Here we go. So one of the first IT jobs I worked was for the corporate headquarters of a midwestern sandwich chain. My best friend was the IT manager of this place and was given full reign to hire anyone he wanted. We had previously worked together in another place and he liked my work ethic. So he ended up asking if I'd take the job. Of course, I said yes, since I genuinely enjoyed working alongside his friend and I thought it would be cool to report to him. Anyway, a few months go by, and everything's going well. I'd met and enjoyed mostly everyone in the IT department. Then one day, the CEO congratulates and welcomes a new CTO. This confused me as I thought that my friend's boss was the CTO, but I was then told that he was actually the interim CTO this whole time. So being green and naive, I decided to take it upon myself to meet the new CTO. The conversation goes more or less like so. Hi, my name's Jerry. I'm one of the help desk technicians here. It's a pleasure to meet you, and look forward to working with you. I stick out my hand to shake. The CTO just blankly stares at my hand and then back to me. Uh, uh yeah, so um well if you need anything or have any questions, I'll do my best to help. The CTO then says, So just because I'm a woman, I need help. And what exactly can I Help desk help me with, don't offer to help me unless I ask for it, got it?" My friend saw this and was honestly shocked. To this day, that entire exchange still haunts me. In any case, I moved on and ensured to try to stay out of the CTO's way. I decided I wanted to just do my job and work with my friend. The entire time I worked there, my friend had kept me in the loop with all his projects and his work so that I could hopefully be successful in the film. Then, one day, when I get to the office, I'm informed that my friend was fired by a demand of the CTO since he was not meeting expectations, despite all the reports showing that his leadership and changes did in fact yield very high ratings for ticket closures and customer satisfaction. The same day, the CTO comes to the help desk room and walks up to me. She then says, hey, you you worked alongside that manager, right? Well." I'm making you the interim manager since you know most everything he was working on." I felt like this was two slaps in the face, one being that she didn't refer to me by my name and the other that she gives me my friend's job the same day he was fired. A few weeks go by, and I just experience going to meeting after meeting. I keep getting told that performance ratings and customer satisfaction is dropping. Particular, the biggest gripe that was reported was that work orders were not getting any updates for days on end and that the requesters were beginning to feel that we were ignoring their issues. I tried to reply with a plan that I had to help alleviate this, but the CTO said, we will make sure this is fixed and would not let me speak. After all those meetings, the CTO sets up a meeting with myself. The director of infrastructure will call him Matt. And the previous interim CTO will call him Joe. CTO says, "Okay." how are we going to fix the problem with the work orders? Me? Well, I've got a plan that should help with this. See, what I need to do is canvass the tickets and see what the CTO butts in. If I needed a plan, I would have asked for it. I want an answer now. Okay, well, I'm trying to give you the answer, which is part of this plan. Then it's useless if you can't get to the answer. Any other ideas? At this point, we all stayed fairly silent and the CTO was just more or less rambling to herself. At the end, her response was glorious. Okay, so moving forward, no matter what it is, I want every ticket to be updated immediately with anything that is going on with the request as it's being worked on. Everything that's going on with the request, immediately as it happens, are you sure about that? I feel like this is going to cause, cost- I know what I said. If I have to repeat myself, consider yourself out of a job. Understood. She then proceeds to send an email summarizing almost everything that happened in the meeting. She then writes that I had no constructive information to provide, but again see her plan there. It was then that it occurred to me. Cue malicious compliance. I go back to the help desk room and announce the immediate change. Hey everyone, just wanted to give you a heads up that moving forward, you're going to provide every work order with any and all updates possible. That includes anything from looking at the ticket to moving a laptop to typing on it. Just anything you do must be reported and entered into a ticket. Um, you want everything in tickets? Yeah, you heard that right. Everything. As you work on tickets, keep those updates coming. But if we do that, uh, we could potentially trigger the spam filters. Also, it's going to flood the requester's mailboxes. Did you mention this to the CTO? She didn't care to hear about it. It's apparently not constructive information. The four technicians then stayed silent, until one of them said, a storm is brewing. This is going to be fun. And we all laughed, knowing what was about to happen. I went to the email that the CTO sent regarding the summary of our meeting and opened it in its own window on my computer. I then continued to do as she had asked, and so did the other technicians. It wasn't even an hour before our updates were beginning to get blocked by the spam filters, and we started getting emails from the requesters asking us why we were updating work orders so much, others asking to be removed from future ticket updates, and many demanding to speak to a manager regarding this sudden disturbance. I updated the IT Helpdesk email with an automatic reply that said something along the following. Thank you for your message. If this is in regards to your ticket updates, rest assured that we have your best interests in mind. A new policy is in place to provide you with as much transparency to your IT requests as possible. This is in hopes to provide a better customer service experience. Please rest assured that we are aware of the amount of tickets this may produce. We hope to provide further support to you and look forward to completing your request shortly company it help desk well it was not long after this that the ceo came into the help desk room and demanded to know what the hell was going on i could tell he was ready to fire someone when i come he said good afternoon sir we are simply following orders and pointed at my screen to the email with the meeting summary the ceo looked at me and growled follow me As we were walking, we passed by Matt's, Joe's and the CTO's office, each time the CEO growling at them, In my office now! We get to his office, and the conversation goes like this. What the hell is going on? Uh, I will reiterate, I'm only following orders. And what exactly were those orders? So I reiterate the orders from the CTO, and here's the email from the CTO regarding this order. Sir, I can explain. I was just thinking that and no one stopped to think what issues this would cause. Matt chimes in and says, Well, Jerry did try to explain a plan to the CTO. Joe, if I'm not mistaken, Jerry knows that if the Exchange servers detect multiple updates coming out like this in a small time window, it triggers a spam blocker. And that's why my plan was to update each ticket only once a day rather than every single time something was being done towards the request. I asked you to update at the end of the day with everything that happened on the work order. According to your summary, you asked for ticket updates as they occurred, and Jerry's team provided this. Why did you not listen to Jerry's plan of action? Well, sir, I've been working in this field since before 2000. What can someone like Jerry provide me with? Well, he can provide you with information about why what you've just done has caused the company to lose a ton of money since now our exchange servers have been overloaded. When I was talking about canvassing, I was trying to say I wanted to reach out to each location's manager to compile a list of tickets to update in a scheduled manner rather than do them all at once. But since you wouldn't listen to me and even threaten to fire me, I only complied with your plan. I can't believe this is happening, why am I being targeted here? At this point, the CEO asked Matt, Joe and me to leave while he had a word with the CTO on what teamwork means. Several minutes later, the network and infrastructure team was able to reboot the Exchange server and remove the IT help desk mailbox from the spam filter. I later provided a mass email update to the organization, apologizing for any inconveniences that were caused and that I would be reaching out to provide planned support. I would soon find out that the CTO was placed on an unpaid leave until further investigation was pending. I ended up quitting a few months after that since After the incident, the CTO was frequently trying to take a grudge out on Joe, Matt, and me. I did leave reporting the incident to HR, and I did later find out that the CTO was terminated and arrested for embezzlement. Well, guys and girls, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you've got a second, do me a favor and just leave a review on the show. It takes one second and a swipe of the thumb, and it means the world to us. And until next time, guys, peace out. Take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about
1: anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.
0: Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events on our podcast, Disturbed, terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience.